0: Right, guys this is ghost walk episode number 17 um our guest today uh is Daniel Pittman, he's a founder, a blockchain visionary and entrepreneur. Daniel has been actively involved in the blockchain industry since 2011 and coding smart contracts since 2017. Some of his more notable projects uh, include creating the blockchain games, DAP caps, and hash kings. I actually do know of those. Uh, among yeah. others, Daniel holds an associate of science with a focus in computer science from PCC in Portland. Oregon, so welcome to the show, Daniel. Yeah, Thank welcome, you, Daniel. The, Glad to have you. Thank so, you so a, much. As it goes, uh, you know the drill with ghost Ghostwalk Experience. We pick a drink to uh, to fit the profile of our guest. Uh, when I think of Oregon, I think of autumn and lots of nice color changing leaves. So I have a nice Samuel Adams Seasonal Jack O' Pumpkin <laughs> Ale. Nice, <laughs> crude, right. Uh Tastes like liquid pumpkin pie stout. I'm not, unfortunately, we don't have a sponsorship from Sam Adams, but Sam Adams, if you liked How I Blew You Up, help a brother yeah. out. <laughs> so-
1: <laughs> that was a great one. Hashtag, what drink are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam Adams. Um, um, yeah, man, I just, uh, I, I just got a very simple drink today. Um, I kind of got a vibe that you're from like Eastern European or Eastern European descent um based on looking at some of your profile you know correct me if i'm wrong but uh i just brought myself some vodka for uh for this show so uh (laughs) cheers to you uh, daniel (laughs) well i'm not
2: eastern european but man you can't go wrong with vodka (laughs) that
0: is is my de facto drink
1: yeah so oh man i i I don't miss very much but uh this is the first for everything all right so yeah cheers to our guests
0: Although I'm saving the grain alcohol for when we have John McAfee on our show again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys actually
0: had him on your show. That's great. That's yeah. Awesome. We had, we had uh, John McAfee on it was like ghost Clock episode 11 or something like uh, that. I believe it was 11. Yeah. 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 So um, we're, we're actually working on getting him on again. So he's a kind of a fan favorite for obvious reasons. So, <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, that's really great, man. What, what, yeah. dr- what drink is he? Uh, I, I selected, oh. I selected a, gr- a Grolsch for him. Uh, okay. this, this next time he's going to be a proper grain alcohol. Cause you know, he kind of goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we
1: actually, we actually had our first, um, alcohol sponsor on that show. Uh, shout out to Lake start brewing. Uh, yeah, for Lake providing. start in the
0: poor house over in Tampa. Um, actually working on getting some, uh, deals with, uh, some more deals with them. So, you know, like, like John McAfee said, the best alcohol is the one you don't have to pay for. Daniel, why don't you tell us about yourself a little bit? Yeah,
2: sure. So um, as you mentioned, I'm the the founder and creator of Etherchess.com. It's uh, basically an Ethereum 2.0 staking service. Um, I again, I you know, I started way back in 2011, just kind of getting involved with um, you know learning about Bitcoin and my friends were using it, and and uh, I moved out here to Portland, Oregon, and about 2013 or whenever the the Occupy was, it was like 2011 to 2013. Something like that, yeah. um, we had a huge, huge thing down here in Portland. And um, I was like, man, you know, it's kind of a little bit too crazy for me to go down there and protest maybe, but you know, how can I help out? What What is it that I can do um, that'll, you know, kind of to help make a difference in this? And I figured, you know, man, maybe it seems banks, you know, maybe I can stop giving the banks my money, you know? So I typed that into Google. I said, how do I use money without a bank? And the first thing that popped up was Bitcoin. And I was like, oh, (laughs) that stuff that my buddy was using to buy drugs, that's still around? (laughs) And, you know, so then I start researching it. And before I knew it, I was, you know, I was running an AntMiner S1 in my living room downstairs in this house actually still in the same place and uh yeah it was my little space heater i was earning a little bit every week um well in today's money i was earning quite a bit every week (laughs) you know back then i was like hey it's 25 bucks right on dude i've got a little extra spending money whatever it is right so i did that for a little while and the price kind of went upside down and i was like man just buy it i don't have to mine it anymore so i got rid of my miner and i started kind of trading and and getting involved with all the different altcoins and uh yeah before too long it's about 2017 is when i started getting really into ethereum and the ethereum virtual machine um coding smart contracts and yeah i mean that's and, and here we are you know here we are with a brand new project so
0: very interesting and congratulations on that so I noticed there's um, quite a bit of civil unrest again uh, how's the situation uh, where you are in Oregon I mean I gotta I got
2: say right here in my neighborhood um, I, I'm, I live in, in the, the on the what they call the peninsula up north in North mm-hmm. Portland and it, we're in our kind of our own little bubble and nobody really bugs us too much you know i mean there's of course there's you know bits of protests and but very peaceful in our neighborhood People that's great know oh, how about the weather? How about, oh, the, the weather how still, still
1: about the weather still smoky out
2: there uh yeah well it was really smoky you know like the, the california stuff and then we got it in washington and it was so smoky i was dying man like the first couple of days i'm like oh whatever this is fine but Man, after like four days, I'm just hacking up, and I'm like, dude, I got the Rona. I'm fucked. Like, <laughs> you know? and, and then finally, the, the smoke, the, the wind changed, and it blew the smoke. Um, you know,
1: yeah. I think it, it went east. I think it went east because all the weather reporters, were yeah, saying, you know, now, yeah, now that stuff yeah. is flying to New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You
2: know, like, New York's problem like, now. Oh, you got your smoke. I'm like, oh, you got my smoke. Well, okay, crazy. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, ever since then, it's typical. Portland Falls are coming, you know, so it's yeah. rainy, it's cloudy, and uh, we love it here, though. So we, we love the rain and the clouds. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've spent some time out in uh, Vancouver, BC, so it's not too far away from uh, yeah. from from, uh, from where you guys are. But, uh, man, the scenery, the weather out there is fantastic.
2: Dude, it's great. It really is. Yeah. It really is, yeah. Um, the summertime the coldest is coldest it gets? You know? Sorry?
0: What's the coldest it gets out there?
2: It snows here. It'll snow. Oh, wow. It'll get to like yeah, it'll get to like freezing. You know, uh, the snow I, will stick around for a couple of days and then and then it you know, it, it melts and goes I, I, away.
0: I lived uh three years in, in Montreal, uh near this guy and uh it gets like negative forty down there. So basically after my third year I was pretty much like, Fuck this, I'm moving my white ass back to Florida. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I was in Florida.
1: Yeah, no. Um, the,
0: uh, you actually, the weather,
1: the the weather out there, man. I think it just dips like the the coldest. It'll dip below freezing for like a day or two, and then it'll bounce back. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. If, if I'm not mistaken, so it doesn't it doesn't get as bad as it does out here in the East Coast. That's for sure.
2: No, no, no. It's not bad at all. You know, I I, I moved here from Montana about ten years ago, and Montana is probably a lot more like what you're used oh, to. Yeah, or you know, yeah, snowing, cold as shit every year. And, yeah. you know, every day and You go outside and you're just
1: dying, you know? Oh, man. So tell tell us a little bit more of some of the um, projects that you were involved in. I'm I'm very interested in the gaming stuff.
0: Well, exactly. So one thing I wanted to lead into that was um, specifically these days with what's going on with the protests and things like that. um, You know, I think people are missing the point right and that is you know people got it back in uh, occupy right because they got they got it the banks are fucking us you know everybody equally this is the only equalism we have we're all being fucked equally by the top uh, 0.1 or whatever <laughs> yeah, is, yeah right? no matter who you are right exactly exactly so now everybody rallied behind
1: the one and only cause well,
0: exactly so, so now they have us bickering over race which which is kind of like diverting us from the true issue, right It's like why why uh, it was like something like three thousand African American families were foreclosed upon by Bank of America alone right and I'll, I'll fact check that, but it was it was a huge number so it's like you know, they have us bickering over race i'm like what did i do i'm on your side i got yeah. fucked too right so yeah. and part of the answer to that i believe the great equalizing factor is like you said to to basically divorce ourselves from this paradigm that we have and to tie it into chen's question how do your apps and and those the, those uh, projects that you see here facilitate that
2: man you know that's a really good question and you know i'm one of those people who like you like you know, I don't want to, I, I just don't, I, what do I have to do with this? You know, like I, I'm not a political person. I, I went to high school like everybody else. I learned, you know, American history and I I did one government class or whatever. And that's kind of the extent uh, of, of my politics. So with this, everything going on in the world, man, with, 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 I just don't even understand it, to be honest with you. And really, like I said, I don't think it has much to do with me. Or you guys or on you know, it's Correct. just a, again a distraction from kind of what's really going well, it, on. There's this
0: it, it it's not a coincidence that um Bank of America in particular donated one billion dollars to Black Lives Matter. So it's kind of like don't pay attention to the guy behind the curtain, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I mean it's
2: it's and again, yeah, it's it's people that have that kind of money who are probably really pulling the strings, right? Well, exactly. And, and, and they don't want yeah. the focus
0: on them, they don't want the spotlight on them.
2: Well, yeah. right. Yeah. We, we need to have our turmoil and we need to be distracted. And, and I think it's always, I mean, I think I even remember as a child, you know, the, the adults would always talk about this. So always it's a distraction. It's a distraction. Yeah. I think, I think they call it, it a
1: misdirection. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a great yeah,
2: misdirection. Yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah misdirection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, I'm, yeah,
1: I'm, yeah a distraction makes it,
2: you know, makes it so whatever we're looking at isn't really important. But the, the thing is, is the issues that we are, misdirected towards are actually important issues so it's kind of a catch-22 do you stop the big evil empire or or do you help out the little guy and 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 but as far as my games or or the blockchain itself as far as i'm concerned i don't know i don't i don't really that's that's not how i work you know like if somebody wants to play my game i don't care who you are man you know what i mean yeah, so, so that's maybe the point is to created something and i want everybody to have it it's not about it's not about black or white or or political affiliations man because like honestly and especially online you know i I, I'm, I chat all the time you know i'm always online I, I talk to people of all walks of life and and uh i mean people have different views and people Clash and, and we, we just kind of the human experience, you know what I mean? But in the end we all just kind of have like the same focus. We just want to be happy, we right. just wanna have a shit you know, we wanna have our weed, we wanna have our wine,
1: our beer. You know, we, oh, we, man, just, we got so much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, can, can I can I ask you a question? Because I I was really pondering this. Um, what do you think is the role of cryptocurrencies um and blockchain technology within the microtransaction gaming space?
2: so i think that it's really really important so if you're going to talk microtransactions first of all it's the ledger right like the fact that we're tracking every single microtransaction whether they're free or they 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 work with gas or however it works um the fact that we're tracking them and we can see from point a to point b what happened with that that money that's really in my opinion the most powerful thing and it actually the probably the scariest part for corruption anybody who's trying to be corrupt and and starts using a system like blockchain you're going to actually have a little bit of a harder time swindling people because we can see mm-hmm. exactly where that money went yeah, so um,
0: absolutely. One, one thing that you brought up earlier about, um, you know, buying drugs with Bitcoin and stuff like that, that's a very common argument against cryptos. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. what we're forgetting is what is the most widely used currencies for, currency for not only the sale of drugs, but human trafficking, slavery, all this horrible shit, it's the U.S. dollar. Okay, <laughs> so let's you know when we're talking about bad things let's, we we still got to keep things in perspective <laughs>
2: yeah you are absolutely right and and I've I've mentioned that to people that you know they say that to me man, like oh well you know they're buying drugs with the, you know and it's helping organizations. I mean per-
0: personally i say who cares but like, that's, that's just me of <laughs> course it is
2: it's money you don't think <laughs> gold does that or silver anything right. that has right. value man so in, if anything that says something good about it is that somebody yeah. who's in this Shady world that'll whatever kill somebody if they don't pay them trusts this cryptocurrency yeah. to make sure exactly. you know they can still get yeah. paid so I mean for them it's a lot a lot more important I would think to get their money you know you always see it in the movies man, big of my money you know so you're like <laughs> you're like okay well yes. like, here's the crypto is that good and they're like yes, yes. and you're like, oh, well, it must be real you know no, so, I think-
1: I think one of the biggest um, use cases, just going back to the microtransactions, I mean, because I, I used to um, game quite a bit, right? And like, I'll give you an example. Like if you go on Fortnite, you got to buy Fortnite V-Bucks in order to to buy the uh, microtransactions there. But then once you put in $20 and something costs like $18 worth of uh, a, a transaction, let's say, uh, you got like two bucks left, you know? And you can't buy anything with that, right? So, you know, like I think blockchain can really help solve Uh, That issue, that issue, especially if you're able to take the amount of money that you put in and have it be platform compatible with other games. You know what I mean? So like you're effectively putting money into an ecosystem where, you know, multiple games that have different microtransactions can use the same currency. Yeah, that's a very like,
2: good point. And yeah, to to to, the, to your point, um, if you look at Ethereum, that's exactly kind of the case with these ERC-20 tokens or their yeah.
0: ERC-71. Well, the smart tokens. contracts in general too, yeah. Right, yeah.
2: exactly. I mean, they're basically interchangeable, right? Right, so right. Let's say I create a game, an RPG or something. We have an in-game currency in there and then we buy some swords and whatnot. And then you yeah. have also have a game and it's an RPG. Well, I can take my sword... Or my ducats, or whatever they are,
1: and I can bring them over to your game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes. I, I wonder 100%. if anybody's working on some uh, on solving that issue because I think as a gamer, that's like one of my my biggest pet peeves. You know, like you go buy some stuff on League of Legends, you know, and then you you know you want to resell it to get some other some some money.
0: Yeah, Uh, so you young kids out there, if you take this idea and you make it, you make a billion dollars. Just buy us a beer, okay?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's all I'm asking for, man. Just buy me a drink. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean,
2: that's that's honestly a really good point. Is the microtransactions? You know, I mean, it's it kind of solidifies the whole thing too, where it's like, well, you know, I bought these B bucks or whatever they are, the Fortnite money or whatever, and then that's what it is.
1: Well, you you know, you're like
2: you're not going to get your dollars back. You're not going to use that to exchange to another currency. That money Uh, Uh, absolutely—it's
1: basically gone, right? It's you you just gave it to the developer. You basically just gave it to the the developer. But what happens if you can get like a fraction of uh, the money that you didn't spend back? You know, in the form of a crypto and have it be used in a different uh, video game or or even a store or use,
2: use, use for staking right you know yeah, that's a what i'm saying yeah, you go. you know, yeah. i got like two bucks whatever i don't want it back but what if i could put it in here and it like generates tools yeah. over time or but,
1: you know you, you know, know, you, you know the, the crazy thing is daniel is that the esports market is it, it has already exploded let's let's just get that out of the way oh, yeah. it's already it, it's already bigger than all the american sports right it's, it's already exploded yeah. and it's um it's it's completely worldwide right i mean like league of legends you know uh fortnite is, is not just um culturally uh, dominant in one country like like american football is you know it's it's the all one over that i world. used to play starcraft too yeah yeah, oh, starcraft, right? yeah that's a, that's you famous know? so that i i think Classic. you know, I might mean, be like it, man if anybody out there is trying to solve that problem for gamers man i think there's a lot of money to be made yeah. there they can you know if they can use blockchain technology to help solve that issue
2: yeah I, I totally agree man there there's so much it's it's not about just like getting rich on Bittrex or binance that's it's not what crypto is oh, about man. you know maybe in the oh, beginning cuz that's all it was but like now man there it's it's it's, a, it's a fucking powerful technology man it's yeah a, it's man it's needed no, dude and like look it, i it's think growing and it's getting arms now and it's you know man. You look feeling around. Man, I think,
1: you know, I, I think right. to, to your point there, man, like if anybody for this is for anybody who's listening, any, any young people, I think my advice to people is that you know if you start a business with the intention of getting rich, I think you're doing it wrong. You should start yeah. a business with the intention of solving problems. And the problems that you solve will bring value to the people that you solve that problem for, and the money will follow. Well, it's
0: kind of like trading, right? 100%. If you get into the business of trading, just trying to make money, you're guaranteed to fail because you're going yeah. to sit there and look at that PL and every time it dips below zero, you're going to be like, ah. you know, you want, you want to focus on your risk management, okay? And your risk management, if done properly, will just beget money, right? So if you're yeah. if you're focusing on a business and you're solving a problem, you're producing something. We had a great. Um, you know, a guest actually last time, right? Jim Chong. And he was basically talking about the difference between uh, productive and non-productive assets, right? A, a non-productive asset, you buy a bar of gold, it doesn't actually produce anything. It may appreciate in value, but it doesn't do anything. You put right. that, that time, that focus, that money into a business, all right? And if you do it right, all of a sudden that business will start being productive and start generating income. But I can tell you from us here at Ghost Walk, that that road is a hard road. You know, you don't just go into that road and be like, you know, it's like the South Park episode. Step one, collect underpants. Step two, dot dot dot. Step three, process. Oh, I love
2: it. I <laughs> say that all the time. I <laughs> say that all the time. I yeah. use that almost
1: daily. Yeah. The no, so
2: shout outs to uh,
1: <laughs> shout outs to Jim Jim Chong for that advice. You know, he's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's guy, super right? good advice, and it is. And, yeah. and I kind of say, you know, there's like the Huddle Gang or whatever hashtag. You know, and I'm thinking Biddle Gang. Like, build something. You, yeah. Know? Yeah, you, you know yeah there you go
0: it. there you go so, like so here's yeah, like 90, our stance yeah, on man. it our stance on it as crypto kind of evangelist i guess you could say is adoption okay so okay. i don't want you to just buy bitcoin and hold it i want you to uh you know, go on craigslist and buy a sofa with it you know uh buy a coffee with it uh if, if your neighborhood uh, coffee store accepts it and buy electronics I, with it new has Egg, new been right. accepting it for years Right. So, so how do we do that? Well, we need to have apps that support those transactions because I still think, even though there's some great apps out there, I still think that you know, we have a little bit of a way to go. You know, if I send Bitcoin to an Ethereum address, I'm just fucked, right? So I think that apps like yours are going to help people to get into the game and, and use these things as something other than just like, okay, I have some uh, Ethereum in a cold wallet and I'm just waiting
2: well right yeah exactly i mean and and especially with you know back to ether Chest, thanks for saying that um yeah it's it it does it, it it allow it gives you entry, you know, it gives you entry into the space, and again, it's an ecosystem you we've got the duckets and we've got the the gems, and we've got all these different things and these mechanisms to kind of make it more fun, you know, where it's almost like. You know, you put your money in there, you can't even touch it in and, and, and most cases, especially with Ethereum 2.0 in the first couple of years, we're not even going to be able to touch it. Any of the validators, that's locked, you know, so um how do you solve that issue of liquidity and 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 that's kind of what these ducats and and gems and everything do that i use within the ecosystem sure
0: sure so let's talk about that for a second so let's say i'm brand new to this i want to get involved i want to use my cryptocurrency my ethereum get started in staking not really sure what staking is quite yet what what would you tell that person how do they get involved and what can your app do for them
2: yeah absolutely um um to be 100% fair um if you're a complete noob and you've never really been in the crypto space at all then honestly i don't know if this is going to be the best service because this is you know valid- blockchain validation on the ethereum 2.0 blockchain is more advanced and it takes more of a commitment something that somebody who just got into the game may not even be willing to do i mean who wants to give their money to a project that it's going to give you very little return, four to 10% at best.
0: Wrong answer. You got to pitch this. You got to pitch
2: this. Wrong answer, man. You got to pitch <laughs> well, this for well, people who have just,
0: no clue what the fuck they're doing. You want to pitch well, things. Right. So language. just, love it
2: so that's the i mean you just have to i want to start off with that because people need to be really aware of the fact and they need to be educated about what they're doing um now now the best part about ether chest of course is that we do make it a lot easier for anybody to get involved that you don't have to give us 12 grand you can start off with 0.1 ethereum you can you can get into the game slowly you know what i mean and and kind of get your feet wet with it. So as somebody who's new to staking, let's say, let's say you know about cryptocurrency. Well, that's good, okay, now, now you're probably more of a, a customer you know, base of mine. Um, you've heard of mining. Mining produces rewards as transactions come through, they get solved, kind of the same deal. So with proof of stake, um, they use an algorithm, they use a portion of your money to kind of prove that, these transactions are valid it's a bit of a complicated process that i still am trying to understand um but, but you're you're earning rewards doing kind of the same thing as you would mining bitcoin um the only difference is that you put money into an account you promise not to touch it and it kind of produces dividends as you would like in a bank like you put your money in a bank and, and supposedly you're supposed to make money over time on that Correct. so it's very similar to this so um, what kind of dividends are we talking about we're talking um in the first year it's looking like about 10 to 12 percent so the way it works and um i'll send over a link to you but it's it's at beacon chain they actually have a a calculator so over time as the more ethereum is locked um it'll reach a point to where it'll be at about four percent so it's it's not it's not get rich quick it's nothing like that at all it's Put your money in a stable, stable ecosystem, use all the things within that um, and and earn
0: passively, but not focus on it you know what i mean yeah i'm I'm glad that you mentioned i'm glad that you mentioned the the word stable right because i think still to this day people have this idea of cryptocurrencies uh from like 2017 right where it was just mooning and people were you know lambos and all that and nobody really had any idea what they were doing they were just kind of uh sloshing money back and forth and hoping for the best right throwing darts at a wall and you know I still think that lambo will come back again one day you know exactly so so that's
1: (laughs) gonna do a circle and come back and get them pick them up
0: Yeah, so, back around, <laughs> so that's inherently not sustainable right so all the people who who come onto our discord we have sometimes we have like 15 year old kids coming on uh, onto our discord saying hey how, like they're smart enough at 15 years old to say you know what can i do to start now right and i think that you know what Amazing. you said is so very important about the stability of these things, right? So my answer to that is like, look, you know, get to find yourself some uh, dividend bearing ETFs, buy them on dips, just start uh, uh, accumulating a position. And I would say the same advice for exactly what you're talking about with the staking. Yep. Whenever you can afford it, you know, maybe the price dips a little bit, maybe you got a bonus or something <clears throat> like that. Put some money into a staking account or something like that because it um, generates income for you. It generates dividends.
2: Uh, yeah, Daniel, it's not
0: this wild, crazy ups and
2: downs.
1: Correct, you, correct. you can count yeah. on it, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Daniel, can can you explain to myself because I'm not um, as knowledgeable about uh, cryptocurrency on a, on that level as uh, as Daniel or the other Daniel, um,
0: <laughs> Double D's,
1: Double <laughs> Yeah, the D double nice. D's. Here, but um, hey, can, can you? Can you um, I recently got onto BlockFi. Uh, because we spoke with uh, Girl Gone Crypto, so shout out to, uh, to Leah Thompson yeah. uh, Leah Thompson. Um, I got onto BlockFi because they were paying interest at a much higher rate than you would if you were to put your money into a uh, savings account at a bank. Um, mm-hmm. And they were paying you know roughly within the range of like six uh, to ten percent depending on which cryptocurrencies you deposit. Um, can okay. you explain to me and to some of the other viewers, who are not as knowledgeable about crypto. What's the difference between having uh, my cryptos on a platform like BlockFi versus staking? Because it seems to me they're they're accomplishing the same thing from the user's perspective.
2: So to be honest with you, I've never used BlockFi um so you maybe have to explain to me a little bit yeah, more so, what it is So block
1: B- block just acts as like a cryptocurrency bank so to speak i mean you're effectively lending them your your cryptos and okay, they're, so they're like,
2: probably it. so they're probably trading with your money
1: no so it's very stable um it's very stable they're, made, they're,
2: well so that i can tell so i don't so again i don't know much about their service and it might be great but i can tell you so just the the main thing to take away with ether chest is that we're not trading with the money, the the money that the, the what's generated comes directly from the, the block production. Mm -hmm. So, this is why we, you know. I before I've never I never used to give people any kind of number about well how much can I make how much can, and then I'm like well I don't know that's not guaranteed. Um, however, with this kind of a system, we know that 32 Ethereum is going to generate 0.001024 Ethereum per day. We we okay. we know this and, and we can count on it. Um, and so, there's basically
0: no risk involved, right?
2: Well, there's risk. Of course there's risk. I mean, if the if if um the price of Ethereum tanks to zero or nothing, well but who no cares if I made sure, one. Yeah,
1: yeah. Of course, of course. But well, what I'm it, I guess it requires stability. market stability in terms well, of the price for it
0: stability of the system right the stability right. of you know th- this staking process has been long proven i mean long proven in the crypto world right yes
2: absolutely so we can we can guarantee that within the ecosystem itself we're going to have this stability we can count on this crypto coming in right um we have a validator which our validator this gives us a prediction over over time i can predict what we'll be making in 10 years in ethereum off of this one validator so I- instead of it being like well i don't know man you know if i do good today then i might make a percent
1: or whatever we, we only have to worry about that it's just like okay right. cool so, so, here's our so let, let me reiterate this just from from my perspective um because again like i said you know i'm not as knowledgeable and i, I don't quite understand this from from your level but um Correct me if I'm wrong. So, you effectively have Ethereum that you would deposit in some type of like a software, which would then sit there, do its staking, and then you would be rewarded with more Ethereum at a very low risk uh, type of return for with more Ethereum, right? Exactly. So, when you, yep, exactly. So, when you put it in
2: those terms, then absolutely. So, what you're looking at is you put in your forty bucks or whatever it is a point one ethereum let's say um then within that ecosystem, it's all kind of set, it's all taken care of, so the risk is a lot lower at that point. We're taking care oh, of the okay we're taking right, so we're taking kind of the risk out of it in that respect. However, I can't guarantee you what the price of Ethereum is ever going to be.
0: Well, no, that's, so, that's so determined by
1: in, that's determined in, by the market mechanism. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, I mean, and
0: full disclaimer: no, no investment is ever risk less. Okay. Just, what, yeah, I, absolutely. What so, I so what I observing. meant by by risk less is that the returns that are generated. For the people, you know, regardless of the price of Ethereum is locked into the algorithm itself. Okay, So, so the return is,
1: is basically
0: a, a mathematical
1: formula based correct. upon how much Ethereum you put into the system. That is the risk list part because it is run by math. The, correct. the outside risk is the market risk for the price of Ethereum, if I'm correct. Yeah, that's absolutely 100%. correct. Yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's it's very interesting, and thank you very much for explaining that to myself. Because now I understand it a lot better, and I'm pretty sure a lot of our viewers, um, you know, uh, for those who are not very um, involved in this space, you know, they probably learn quite a bit from that. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, with BlockFi, you know, they they are essentially. Um, I would say they're investing your currency, but it's done in in a way in which, you know, it's very low risk. Um, Some of the guys who are running this is very reputable. um, And it was referred to us by um, people in the cryptocurrency space that are quite influential. So that's why I hopped on it. But based on on our conversation here, I'm actually really interested in the staking now. So I want to, you know, learn more and dabble in more with this. So if I want to get my Ethereum onto the network for staking, how would I go about doing that?
2: Okay, so basically, um, there's a couple of different ways, of course, you can you can deal deal with our, our people directly, the um, email or discord go on our website. Um, but really, the the best way to do it, the, the kind of decentralized way to do it, is that you, you know, send, send us. So I, I need to explain something before we kind of go into this. Now, I just want to reiterate that it's going to take probably a year and a half to two years for any actual Ethereum rewards to be, to be released. Meaning any of the rewards that are produced during staking in the beginning of this Ethereum 2.0 project is going to be, they're going to be, it's going to be locked. You're not going to be able to touch that. I won't be able to touch it. Nobody that's a validator will be able to touch not only their stake, but their rewards. Mm -hmm. So what we've done is we've created this concept of ducats where it's a, it's an ERC 20 um, token that you, you you is basically representative of the rewards that you're, you're earned, you're generating. So we have two mechanisms, um, an NFT a non-fungible token, which represents the stake that you've, you have inside of the system. You put in, let's say, one Ethereum, then you get what we call a diamond. That's your NFT. That's kind of your ticket into the system. It proves that you are the owner of that stake. Now, since we can't give you Ethereum right away, um, we've created this ERC20 token called Ducats. Now, the Ducats are representative of the rewards that your gem is earning. So you have kind of this liquid asset that you can use not only inside of our our marketplace to purchase and sell gems, but you can go onto a DEX and now you can trade it back into Ethereum. And all of a sudden we've created this kind of, way to a, a bridge if you will during the time sure that, so it's a proxy right it's like a proxy so <clears throat> so
0: but uh, if i take those the ducats as, as you say if i take mm-hmm. those and let's say i cash them out right i do something with them then i won't be entitled to that stake later on is that correct so
2: this, no uh, um not quite uh, the nft that gem is what actually guarantees you your stake so uh, as long as whoever owns the gem, and so you have that diamond, it's worth one Ethereum. If you own that, then you're the one receiving the ducats. If you sell it to Dan or you give it to him, and, and then it will be his wallet which receives the Fair ducats. Enough. Okay. So right. right, but but you can take the ducats and yeah, you can throw those into the exchange. You can get Ethereum back form or whatever it may be, or you can and cycle them
0: back in and, and, exactly, and put, yeah.
2: exactly cycle them back into where now it's up to you whether you, I mean I forget what it's called rebuy or whatever, where they you know companies will allow you to kind of buy back into the system, and this this puts you gives you this option and it puts the control in your hands to where you're like I got ducats, really do I really want to? Do I really want to go into? That's a cool eating concept. Eating or do yeah. I want to kind of split it up? Yeah.
1: And- so, so not. Oh, okay. Not I kind only, of get it. Not only. I, I think in receiving- the investment world, they call that a drip. Yeah, a, a dividend reinvestment plan. Yeah, <laughs> something
0: like that. I mean, yeah, I, that, know, I, I was actually just like going to make that analogy. I do that with my stocks. <laughs> but yeah.
2: not exactly. only are, are so we getting may or may not want to do that kind of a thing, right? Sure. So we so, give people the option.
0: But the point is, not only are we getting our stakes from, let's say, we have one diamond, right? That will generate a certain amount of stake in time, you know, year, year and a half, whatever. But I'm also getting those NFTs from you that I can do what I want with them. Yep. Perfect. Yep. That's that's 100%, a great plan.
2: Right. Man, yeah, that's that fantastic, type, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the, the NFT really locks it in. I think that's kind of the really foundational part of this is, is that's the proof of ownership. This is your kind of your security badge in the ecosystem. When you come into our ecosystem, now we yeah. know that it's you because you own a
1: Gem of ours, right? Yeah awesome um oh man that's that's fantastic man well thank you very much for sharing that information
0: (laughs) yes and and it was a real honor to have you on our show we're coming up on the the time limit we always respect our guest time so we really appreciate you having on uh we will definitely be adding these links to the description i will definitely be sending you some ethereum
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh man sounds great man looking forward to talking to you guys and working with you guys in the future it's been a lot of fun a lot of fun
1: hey well thank you very much uh cheers uh Here's stay Daniel. safe out in portland and uh we'll uh we'll, we'll keep in touch you can keep in touch with us through all of our social media um we will have this show edited and um before the release we will definitely send you a link so you can you know kind of like share it with all of your social media links and whatnot then uh yeah.
0: please please uh help us out by uh you know blasting this on your social media you know some of our guests sometimes they uh i I don't understand if, you, if you've been on a podcast, why don't you want to like blow that up? So if you could kind of help us out with your social media, show us some love. That'd be really, really appreciated. Yeah,
2: and you guys don't mind if we even start kind of spreading the the news that this is going to – this happened. Absolutely, among my, I'll, I'll absolutely. I'll everybody, man. I like being on things like this. I really, really, really – I mean can't, I can't tell you guys how we're much I – proud to have you. We're yeah, to have, I, mean, yeah. I gotta get the word out and i want people to see me you know especially during these times i can't go to a convention i can't you know i want people to be able to look into my eyes i yeah. want them to see that i'm a i'm just a person like everybody else trying to do i want people
0: awesome. to see how goddamn good looking i am
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: look at, yeah exactly yeah you you nailed it
0: <laughs> seriously thank you guys so much thank you thank you all right thank you so much Cheers. Daniel. Uh, Yep. This has been GSE number 17. 17. Keep, keep it spooky, guys. Hashtag, keep what drink am spooky. I? <laughs> Hashtag, what drink are you?
1: What drink are you? <laughs> Take care. Take care.